Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Well, welcome to Out of the Blue. It is Sunday, the 2nd of December. My name's Heather. And I'm Erin. And today we're going to be talking about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of the other. Sure. Fun times. It's out of the blue. Who knows what's going to happen on today's show. (laughs) But it is December, which means we are getting closer to Christmas, and I feel like we should really talk some Christmas stuff today. Hooray, Christmas. Uh, Hi, my name's Sarah. I love coming here because they offer vegan food. Hi, my name is Paul. Uh, this is my first time at Friends of the Earth. I think it's really awesome and the food's great, and really healthy and nutritious. Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood. A tuneful experience. A 3CR supporter. So welcome to Out of the Blue. You are listening to 855AM. You could also be listening online, digital radio, podcasting. There's basically no excuse. Just listen to us. Now, Aaron, you weren't here for our last show. I'm sorry. I had a really good interview with Heidi from Tangaroa Blue, and they've got $5 million worth of funding to clean up. I feel like the whole world. Right. They do massive beach cleanups and look at the data and things, but you weren't here. Where were you? Well, it does sound like a... A conversation I would have liked to have been here, but I've got to say I was somewhere better. I was in New Zealand. Finally, ah, New got Zealand. To, that's right. Oh, come on. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Finally got there. I've been. I've been in a lot of places around the world, but I've finally got to New Zealand. Uh, it always felt like I, I need to go somewhere more exotic, but I thought no. This time I'm going to go somewhere close. 
and it was fantastic. The mountain ranges there, the hiking, it's incredible. Really great place. What's the coastal scenery like? I, I didn't go anywhere near the coast. Oh, no, that's a lie. I did once. I saw some penguins from afar. Can't tell you what type they were because I could just see these little black and white things flapping about. So um, probably not little penguins then? It wasn't little penguins. Not I know little that penguins. For, okay. for a fact. Uh, but really... The, the majority of my time was actually spent in and around mountains. And that's one of my other passions, just hiking into mountains, um, finding glaciers and uh, walking in just these pristine valleys. Really, really nice. Well, all those valleys collect water and all that water leads to the ocean. So Eventually. It's all connected. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And we've had an election in these last couple of weeks as well. That's right. So We're here for that. I was here for this. You were here. I, I got okay. to vote. I got to vote. Okay, very but good. But it's a very interesting. It's important um, to have your say. It's a very interesting spectrum. I can't say I was surprised, but you never know. You, you like you think you can read the political pulse of the people, but you I, you never know until the day. But wow, what a landslide victory for Labor! I know. I couldn't believe. Did that, not see that coming. They couldn't see that Liberals actually. I, I hadn't predicted that Liberals would lose so many seats, but. I've got to be saying, I'm, I'm a little bit happy about it. You know, um, there are some good points and bad points to take away from the election. Like, personally, I would have liked to have seen the Greens hold on to a few more seats. Definitely. Uh, that's just something I would have personally liked to see. But I'm, you know, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm pretty happy about the Liberals losing all their seats. Well, hopefully. I mean, I don't think the environment featured very heavily it in didn't. policies. It didn't. And look, I would love for Daniel Andrews to come out with some stronger environmental policies. Obviously, logging is a huge issue. Uh but the Liberals just, um, they ran a scare campaign. They're basically, um, it's a fear tactic. There was no real policies there. Um, mm. It was a couple of smatterings of some half thought out, half sketched uh, policies. But really, uh, I wasn't very impressed by his campaign. Well, I think Daniel Andrews, too, has, in his first election, said he would do things and he's done them. And he's done them. Yeah. Which, this is politics. That's unheard of in politics. <laughs> <laughs> they so, never do what they say. That's right. So, look... I think it's it's all it's all go 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 from here. Well, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Who doesn't December. love Christmas? Everyone becomes a little kid, and you're like Christmas, Christmas. But yeah. Christmas can be a time for massive excesses. Whether that's excesses in eating, <laughs> excesses that's in me. drinking, that's me, that's me, or excesses in waste. Huge issue. Christmas is such a massive time for a lot of waste accumulation. And I'm not just talking about the presents that you give to someone who doesn't actually want it and then either re-gifts it or throws it out. No, I'm talking about everything else. Yep. Well, I love in my family how now we've just researched stage where you just go to each other. What do you, what want? Do you want? What do you want? Where do I get it? And then you get something that you actually want. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's a great little equilibrium there. I've got too many presents where I'm like, oh, thank you. That's great. Never going to use this. Yeah. This is literally going straight to the op shop. Sorry, I will not use this. Yeah. I, I don't know how you think I use it. But anyway, thank you for the thought. And you might hold on to it for like a month because you feel guilty getting rid of it. But then, you know, the new year comes around and you're trying to declutter and yep. things just go. Yep. Well, to try and avoid some of the waste this year... I have decided, and my family has been told, so they know what to expect, I will be giving experiences this Christmas. Okay. First off, you don't have to wrap them. Yep. Secondly, you're not left with a physical item. Just and the memories. Thirdly, memory. you get the memories. You get the memories. You get to do something exciting. And if it's a, it's a nice memory, I think they last a lot longer. Exactly. Now, I'm not going to say on air what I'm doing, 
uh, because otherwise my family will work it out. Yes. And I don't want that. I won't just work but, it out, they'll know, but yeah, okay. Well, yeah, they will know, that's true. I'm not going <laughs> to try and make them. it cryptic. <laughs> um, but some of the things I was looking at, and I'm family, I'm not saying I bought these, I'm just saying I looked at them. Let's just make that clear. Mm-hmm. Um, are things like a dolphin swim. Oh, brilliant. Bay. brilliant. So Polpero dolphin swims, I've been looking into them. And you can go out and swim with a dolphin. No, I did this actually. And I think That's it was, right. you did it was too. a fantastic experience. Didn't actually swim with a dolphin. However, uh, my, but you, you got the seals though, didn't you? Got the you? seals. Got so, the sea however, lines, yes. so had a great um, day, really sunny day, so we're very lucky. Got down there, got down to Pope Si, if you don't know, that's in our bays, a little marine area. Did some snorkeling around that quite area. It's, it's a good spot. It's a great spot. Mm. Um, and a lot of bird life utilised that area, so swimming underneath them. But then once we did get out with the seals. Um, or, or strictly sea lions. Sea lions, sea sorry. Sea lions, yes. It, yes, not traditional seals. They've got yes. ears. Yes, 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 yes. We know. Okay, <laughs> come on. Okay, anyway, education look, done. I had a whole bunch of seals around me. Everyone was bobbing around. I thought, no, I'm going to have some fun with these seals. I actually duck dive and swam around with them. I swam as fast as I could, spinning around in circles. And they were coming so close to play with me. Yeah. I loved it. And that's the sort of experience that, you know, that was a year ago. I'm still remembering it and is so worthwhile. Mm. So, And you know what? I actually gave this for I gave this for Christmas. I just remembered that. I gave this for a Christmas present to my partner. So there you go. There you go. So you're already on the bandwagon no, of giving experiences. No wrapping paper, items. no waste. No, uh, just wrap yourself in a wetsuit and you're all done. That's right. And that wetsuit is reused. So exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been looking at things like that. Um, ideally, I would love for my brothers to join me with scuba diving. I, I go on and on and on about diving. Yep. And I was terrified of it in the beginning. Well, you know, and it was a gift. Actually, yeah. it was a gift to me. Really? My parents, for my seventeenth birthday, bought me one of those trier scuba dives in the swimming pool. That's what I mentioned. Yeah, and it was at Box Hill Swimming Pool, which is funnily enough where I learned to swim when I was three. Okay, and then I got to learn to scuba dive there, and I hated it. Really. I was terrified. I hated it. And I didn't have the heart to tell them because they knew I wanted to be a marine biologist. And you, you know what? You have to scuba dive, I think, to do that. Yes. And so I just didn't tell them I was terrified. And then they signed me up for the course. And again, I kept my mouth shut and didn't tell anybody I was terrified. And then I got over it. Okay. Yeah. And then they put me in the ocean and I sunk into a pile of seaweed. And I hadn't actually told anybody I had a massive fear of seaweed. And then I shot to the surface which you don't do when scuba diving. Yes. And then there and then, yeah, that and don't hold your breath. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There and then I had to learn to get over my fear of seaweed so nobody else would realize I had a fear of seaweed. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But great experience. And I never would have given scuba diving a go myself. I think it's great that you were bought one of these uh, try and see if you like packages that are Mm. being offered more and more because it is scuba diving. It's a pretty significant... um, uh, exercise or activity or And hobby. it's a big investment if well, you decide to follow right, through with it. That's right. So although these packages which are, you know, try and see if you like it. Just come along and we'll do the basics. I think they're fantastic. Mm. Really good value. And you can do these all around the world. Um, it's a really great um, little prospect for people. And if you've got somebody in your life who really loves the ocean and they love snorkeling, scuba diving is just that teeny tiny next step. And yeah. you can get your scuba license at the age of 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't go as deep, obviously, as sure. adults can because, sure. you know, body's still forming. But... You can get it at the age of 12. Definitely. And look, if, if that's a little bit expensive, that a little bit out of your price range, why not treat your family members to an experience that you actually take them on, a day trip that you can remember? I love snorkeling down 
uh, at all the little marine reserves. That's right. We snorkeled last summer, didn't we? That's right. Yep, so Legary. One of the one of the highlights I go down to uh, quite regularly is Jawbone Sanctuary. This is just one of a number. Take your family member down there. Go, hey, I'm going to show you a world that, that they may not have experienced. Uh, maybe pack your lunch. Make it really nice. Go down into the, into the the bay. Show them around. If maybe even show yourself around. Yeah, you know? exactly. Experience this together. Buy and kids a snorkeling kit, just a mask, snorkel, and some fins. There we go. There we go. And if it, it really in, f- find a world that can enrich them, maybe start them down a, a bit of a trail about uh, scuba diving and further. And it can be a whole educational experience too because you can explain that where you're going is quite shallow. Together yes. you can look up a website like the BOM website and look at the tides and work out when would be the best time to go. It's like... It's an experience that keeps on giving. That's that's life skills right there. Absolutely. And Jawbone is that, that area that I think is very user-friendly for beginners. Yes. One of a number, but yes, yep. absolutely. Beginners can just jump on in, put a snorkel on, and hopefully, wow, there you go. You see yeah, some amazing Rickett's stuff. Yeah, and Rickets Point is the same as well. Rickets, Rickets Point, Point yep. is a breeding ground for um, Port Jackson sharks. Of which, even though I've gone down there a couple of times, I've never seen one. So I don't believe Okay, people. I'm going to confess I've never seen one there either. Right, okay. <laughs> it's not just me. People keep telling me they're there. I swear I don't I'm know there where at the wrong time of year, maybe. Maybe that's my problem. Oh, well, I've been there a couple of times. So I don't know. Look, I've just never I seen them. I know lots of people have seen them there, though. It doesn't mean they're not there. It just means you and I are really crap at finding I'm them. Blind. It's me to get glasses checked. And then, you know, there's things like if you have a beach house. You know, you could just go for a nature walk or you could hook up with one of the local friends groups that looks after the area and find out more about that area. Because if you're already going there for your beach house, there's so much more you could be learning about. You know, if you've got little kids, you could go out and make a note of all the things you see at a particular time of year. And then when you come back another time, see if any of those things have changed. So it's really, really basic citizen science. But the more kids we have in this world who care about the environment, hopefully, in theory, the more adults we will have that care about this environment. It's, it makes sense, that equation. And again, getting back to this, zero waste. Zero waste. Zero waste. No, exactly. And if you're giving them a snorkeling set, they'll be able to use that for a really long time. Brilliant. I mean, you might need to change the mask if their face grows a little bit. But other than that, the fi- and the fins, if their feet are really teeny tiny to begin with, and then they get bigger. But... You know, if that's something they really enjoy, then it's a worthy investment. Definitely. It's Absolutely. not waste. And it can yeah. easily go to the op shop afterwards or to a younger family member or family friends. That's right. Lots of different things. But, of course, look, it is that time of year when we start decorating trees. Yes. Uh, we're gonna, we've got a, a little tree we're going to decorate, and that's something that people are starting to think of. Well, we actually have a mutual friend. Her name is Paige. Shout out to Paige. Hi, Paige. Um she put her Christmas tree up about three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. And that I said to her, I said, eager. Paige, too soon, mate, too, too soon. soon. How are we friends? And she's like, with comments like that, how are we friends? Was that the start of November? Oh, I was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. It was bef- Look, when, I, oh, It was definitely before the 10th of November. 10 points for enthusiasm. Um, what I do love, hmm. though, is she does have some Christmas decorations that are fish. Oh, okay. So points for oh, that. I'm sold. I'm sold. Okay. So what is your tree? Tell me about your tree. So- Unfortunately, a lot of these plastic trees that you can find, they're often cheaply made and they actually can't be recycled. So what's the alternative? You, a lot of you, um, people use those pines. 
Uh, we the, had one. Yeah, you got the, well the little the pines that they chop them down and they have them on display. And no, 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 we had one in a in a pot. That same here. That's His what I've got. His name was Norm. 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 And eventually he got Norm too big Christmas for us tree. to be able to carry in through the back door. Right. So he got planted in the backyard. I think. That, I love the <laughs> I fact that it's called Norm. called Norm. I don't know where that came because from because it's awesome. <laughs> I'll have to ask mum and dad. I've never questioned that we named the tree Norm <laughs> because it's great. <laughs> But it is, it's such a great alternative. So I have a little Christmas tree. Beautiful. Um, and that is a great alternative to one of the live trees that gets chopped down. Because in a lot of different areas, they actually can't be recycled. Um, wood that is uh, greater than about 10 centimetres actually needs to go through a chipper. Um, well, so, that makes sense. I've never thought about that before. But it's, yeah, it's true, logic-wise, it's true. that makes so sense. So a lot of these things get piled up and they just become landfill. That's actually what the, the councils do. Because they have an influx of these Christmas trees that all need to go to the chipper. goes into a landfill. So I have this little potted up plant. Every year it comes in, we uh, decorate it. It's a little uh, um, exotic Christmas tree. It's fantastic. Nice. But I think growing up, we've had lots of alternatives. Uh, my mum, growing up, we she used to go out and get these large eucalyptus branches. Oh, and I they're like already that. stylish. They're already quite nice with their, their bends and curves. And we put all the decorations all over them. Uh, it was fantastic. It done a really tasteful way. It was a really great alternative. And after that, these branches would go out into the garden. You know, so my dad would chop them up. And they'd break down. And there you go. That's a great idea. I never thought of doing that. Yep. Yeah, just random branches. This in, it, like in a vase? Or how did you arrange them? I think it was in, in, it was in a, a bucket with some bricks in there. So that was covered in a bit of tinsel. Oh, uh, well, that makes it classy. But to to yeah. weight it all down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was fantastic. Just all the regular Christmas um, uh, decorations on the, on the eucalyptus branch. The smell would be fantastic. It was nice. It was nice. Oh. Um, but look, that that ingenuity can be utilised throughout the the rest of the Christmas day. Uh, and it, look, I, it's only the li- the only limit is your imagination. That's really, really true. I, I, I've seen people make out uh, Christmas decorations from um, toilet rolls and all that sort of thing. I'm not going to suggest that because I think if I was to make something like that, it would look just like a toilet roll. But, but my point <laughs> yeah, is this. Use your imagination and, you know, these often can be used over and over. And with kids too. I mean, they might want to make bonbons. I'm just – now my head is like full of – toilet roll craft, um, <laughs> but you can make bonbons with sure. toilet rolls sure. and they can mm. put toys that they actually want in there, not the little plastic like pencil sharp that own. nobody put actually needs. 50 bucks in one, a little bottle of bourbon in the other, rather than all that little plastic frogs oh, that don't actually And mum and jump. dad will help you every single year to make those bonbons. <laughs> all right, we are going to go to a quick song and then after that we're going to talk about, okay, we're going to continue on the Christmas line, but what if, what if you don't want to do an experience? Because a lot of experiences can cost a bit of money, yeah. depending on the person you're buying from, what their interests are. But there are definitely some other options out there, and we're going to explore those next. And that was Heather Fiona with the song Bad Taste. So welcome back to Out of the Blue. We are talking Christmas because it's our first show for December. Yay! Christmas! Woo! Woo! Um, but we are looking at how we can do Christmas with less waste. That's also a yay. Because we know that there's going to be a lot of ways, like lots of people love to go down to the beach for Christmas because Australia, it's warm. And if you're opening presents on the beach and there's waste and, you know, everyone's having a great time and nobody wants to be that person going around picking up all the rubbish. So we're, we're looking at ways, let's minimize this. So we've just been talking about experiences that you might choose to buy a loved one. And the experience means that there is no physical gift. They get memories that will last a lifetime. But what if you physically want to buy something for someone? That's okay. So 
This is really simple to do these days because a quick Google search of sustainable Christmas items or sustainable Christmas gifts or just sustainable gifts in general um, can bring you up some really great lists. So, for example, there is a website called Australian Ethical and they have put out a range of products that might be a good idea to buy somebody who you know is environmentally friendly. So it could be anything from, let's have a look at what's on their list. If you've got you know, somebody in your family who loves gardening, yes, um, you That's can me. buy an eco paper pot maker. Okay. So you can use newspaper, which you've read. You can reuse it, like reduce, reuse, recycle. And you can turn it into a pot. And then you, if you've got seedlings, you're all good to go. And then you plant it straight in the ground because it's newspaper and it's going to rot anyway. Excellent. Yep. Um, if you've got somebody in the family and you want to give them a really, really subtle message about the length of time they spend in the shower um, and their water use, you can buy them a timer or a tiny little radio or MP3 player that only plays one or two songs. Okay. And so it limits the amount of time they're in the shower. I think I need one of these. <laughs> oh, okay. We have to have a talk off here. <laughs> um, you can get plants. Plants are always great. Not only are they going to take some of that carbon from the environment, but plants... Just make everything happier. And what better way to spend a lazy afternoon than planting yeah. you know, planting in your garden? Or indoor plants. Or indoor my, plants, sure. My friend James, who you know, um, yep. got me onto indoor plants last year. And now I have a lot. Not as many as him. He's got like he's, 36 he's in his bedroom. Yep. Just I his have bedroom. five. Um, <laughs> but you know what? The fact that I can keep five alive, I'm pretty happy with that. Okay. Brilliant. Um, if you've got kids and you want to tell them a little bit more about the environment, there's things like bee and bug homes. And cool. they're really cute. They've got like sticks and like wooden stuff. You put them in the garden and over time they could watch the bees and the bugs come in. No, I actually had all these little bug homes when I was a kid and they fascinated me and they were a cherished child, um, child toy. It was great. It really did uh, evoke a lot of imagination as I was a bit younger. So you watch all these little creepy crawlies uh, doing their thing. And if you've got kids who are interested and curious about their backyard that will hopefully lead to a slightly older child who's more interested about the world around them, including the marine environment. Or it might turn them off. No, nah, no, nah, we'll be all good. <laughs> well, let's hope they're not allergic to bees. Yeah, that's, that's that. Now, once you've bought your gift, whatever you decide, if you're not going down the experience line and you decide to buy a physical gift, wrapping. How can we avoid wrapping? So already Facebook is being flooded with different things you can wrap presents in. So some people are doing beeswax wraps and they're wrapping the present in the beeswax wrap. And then the beeswax wrap itself is a present. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I haven't gone down that line yet, but I'm, I'm considering it. Okay. Um, things like if somebody needs a scarf, if they're going away somewhere, like a silk scarf or something a bit warmer, you can wrap the present in the scarf. And sure. you can find scarves at the op shops. Wrapping in and of itself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you want to give them a practical wrapping solution, I guess. You've got things like um, boomerang bags or any other eco bags. You can put the present in the eco bag, wrap it up, tie a ribbon around it, and then they've got a present and a bag for when they're at the supermarket now that we don't have plastic bags available. Win-win. I know. There's so many different (laughs) options out there. There is absolutely no excuse. But say you don't like any of those options so far, you can donate to a charity in somebody's name. You could buy a goat for a family in Africa. And who doesn't want to buy a goat? I Come did, on. I did read a really... I do actually want a pet goat. A goat would be great. I think a goat would be fantastic. Yeah. A pig would also be good. Mm, Not as much as a goat? Okay. Oh. And I did just read on uh, online. It was a very interesting post. And I think it was American-based. But, you know, it translates here. Yeah. We are a, a global okay. community. It translates. 
Um, and it was somebody and they'd put that the gift they were buying their loved ones this year was vaccinations for third world countries. Brilliant. For diseases that we no longer experience here because we vaccinate. Um, but the little side note was that they bought those gifts and it came with a gift card so you could tell your loved one what you donated for. And um, they were giving it to their anti-vaxxer friends. <laughs> Here, for Christmas, right. I've vaccinated other people for you. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I thought that was gold. Well little done. passive aggressive. You know, it's not even passive. It's just aggressive. <laughs> but you know what? That's an option. And a few years ago, I bought, what did I buy my mum? I think I bought books for a school in a third world country okay. so that the primary school had more books for the children to read because they had a very limited supply and it meant that most of the children missed out on reading those books. Hmm. So there's lots of different options out there. The Australian Marine Conservation Society has a gorgeous calendar each year with some of Australia's amazing marine life. I'm going to be looking into that. That's they also option. do wine from time to time. Wine, yeah, okay. worth a look. Yes, had a beautiful seal on the label a few years ago. Okay, um, or of course, there's no reason why you can't donate to 3CR. If you love the marine environment, we are here every Sunday making sure that everybody hears about what's going on. And 3CR would love some donations for Christmas. Now, I may be a little bit biased, but I can't think of a more worthy course than donating to 3CR. Neither can I. It would be the top of my list. Top of everyone's list. Now, it is almost the end of the show, but I do want to touch on the fact that, yes, it is December. Yes, Christmas is on its way. And that also means that, yes, the water temperature in Port Phillip Bay is increasing so, Aaron, where would you recommend people go snorkeling as you are an avid snorkeler? Well, Jawbone's absolutely there. Yeah. Uh, Ricketts Point. Um, there is a whole plethora of places. Just jump online and find them out. Have uh, you done Flinders? I haven't done Flinders. For the Weedy Sea Dragons. I oh, really want to do Flinders. There. Yes. It's gorgeous. Yep. The Weedies Need are to do so it. fantastic. Need and if you don't it. find one, you must have had your eyes closed. Like okay. They're everywhere. They're well, easy to find. Then I really do need to do it. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, my recommendation for divers, if you're looking to keep it to the shore rather than heading out on boat dives, which is what I tend to do, uh, love Blair Gowry. There's always nudibranchs and blue ring octopus and things to find there. It's a really good spot. And rye I like for a night dive, as long as it's a high tide because there is that sandbar that is a real pain to cross over. Mm. But at nighttime there is some brilliant stuff under there. Or there's even some really interesting stuff under St Kilda and Frankston Piers. Really? You don't want to venture that far from the city. Well, I haven't been there, but I have been to Rye Pier. Definitely recommend it, just even just for a snorkel. Oh, uh, either, yeah. either one, the it's a fantastic spot. perfect for snorkeling. Yes. And often get visited by the giant smooth stingrays down there, so I love it. <sighs> love love it. the smooth rays. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that does bring us to the end of our first show of December. Thank you so much for joining us. Jump on our Facebook page and share with us any of those sustainable or eco-friendly presents or experiences you're gifting your family this year. We'd love to hear about them and promote any that we really love. Definitely. And if you've got anything you want to hear about, jump on the Facebook page, Out of the Blue, or you can also email us at outofthebluethreecr at gmail.com. So definitely keep in contact with us and tell us, what you want for Christmas. We're not buying anything, but, you know, we've got we've got a hotline to Santa. We might pass it on. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, as I said, that is the end of the show, but coming up next is Sally with Out of the Pan, so enjoy your Sunday. Bye-bye. See you bye. later.